So, uh, Michael, we just tried your uh, popia. It was. Am I, am I pronouncing it correctly? Yeah, it is correct. In okay. fact, quite accurately. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's delicious, and um, you know, I've never really had anything like it. I just saw how it was made. Uh, so, you're third generation in the um, family business. So, yeah. uh, is this something you always wanted to do, or you? Just, um, you know, did you even sort of consider doing anything else at all? Yeah. So actually, right, there's a story behind. Uh, uh, I picked the skills up when I'm like a 12 years old. Back then, I'm still uh, schooling. Right. So it was like during holidays and uh, uh, weekends. Yeah. My father never wanted me to carry on this oh, trip. Really? Yeah. He says a hawker life is tough and all that thing, right? So uh, never wanted me to really... Uh, to be in the trade and pushing me to study hard. So in fact, actually, I'm a pharmacist by training, by training. But uh, 10 years ago, my father was uh, really old with arthritis and all that. So he sat me down and he, he says that, you know, you have been helping out in the uh, family business part-time and um, now I'm old and uh, I got all this stuff to take care of. Uh, uh, do you want to continue? Do you want to continue the family business? So during that time, right, I decided that after some thought, I decided to take over the business. So this is a very traditional um, uh, delicacy, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. It's not something uh, that you find commonly. Is, is that fair to say? Uh, no, it's uh, actually, it, it is a traditional heritage food. So it, it is actually commonly found in Singapore. Okay. Yeah, because uh, it's uh, tech to uh, uh, associated of to festivals. So like during Qingming, where the Chinese pay respect to their ancestors, or, uh, or the Chinese New Year, uh, the Chinese will normally eat popia during the time. But Singapore being a cosmopolitan society, right? Nowadays, Christmas time, uh, National Day, they will all gather together, have a popia party. Uh, uh, apart from the, the buffet or whatever, they are having popiang party as well. So how many do you make in a day? <laughs> yeah, so the uh, popiang skin, right, you can't keep them. Right. So you do it on that day, you make them on that day, it must be purchased on that day. And yeah. eaten on that day? Uh, eat on that day. So normally, uh, it all depends on the crowd. So on a weekday, right, uh, maybe I would say 20, 30 kilos of popiang skin or whatever, but weekends... So how many is that? Uh, 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 approximately 600 to 900 pieces not not it's a not a very uh it's a family business yeah so uh, only chinese new year where the, there's the whole crowd coming in right then you will see the whole family sweating you know because it is a because it can only be produced on that day right yeah yeah so that during that time the, the amount will ramp up quite high is there anything that you've thought about sort of changing because now it's sort of, you know, it's been um, how many, 80, 80 years? Yeah, 80, 90 years. 90, yeah, 90 years, exactly. Correct. So it's a traditional food. I actually, I don't want really to be so drastically uh, changing it. Or I, uh, although I do sometimes I try to dabble in some creativeness and, and all that. So sometimes I, I, I have this uh, uh, make, making a, 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 a pandan skin, mm -hmm. pandan pukya skin. So putting different flavors, different flavor onto yeah. the skin, or having different ingredient onto the skin. But what I found is, uh, normally people would like the traditional one, uh, in the traditional popia in Singapore. Yeah. But do the, you find that the the, the young generation still has an appreciation? Yeah, which is what I'm going to add yeah. on. Yeah, the younger generations are more adventurous. They will love to try something new and all that. So actually, I'm uh, I'm very 
open to, to, to coming up with new recipes and all that. Lah. But what I would say is, right, uh, I'm very dear to the roots, to the traditional ways. So, you know, it it all started from there, mm. isn't it? 5,000 years ago, opium was invented. It all started now. Where was it invented? China. 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 Yeah, but of course, when it comes to Singapore, it becomes something totally different from the one in China. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, correct. So I would... Uh, I will always love to teach the next generation uh, the, the old methods of doing things. After that, if they choose to do new stuff, right, that's okay with me. That's but but, but you, need, yeah. you need to know the Technique, you, yeah. need to know the traditional things and how, how it comes all comes about because right, that's the roots, that's the, the fundamental. It all started back there. Yeah. No, it's amazing. Uh, and you know, it's it's like you said, right? You, there are different kind of crepes. Mm. all around the world, different mm. versions. I've Correct. never had something like this. I yeah. What was interesting is that um, what we made today was um, was vegetarian mm. primarily. Right? Mm. So uh, that is that how you traditionally eat it? Because uh, everything else we've been eating on this trip has been uh, very sort of non-vegetarian. Yeah, all right. So vegetarians are more uh, for, uh, we had the religious, uh, the temple people. Right. Uh, yeah, so we will normally uh, cater the vegetarian ones for them but actually the, the the sellable one is the seafood version right uh, and what does success look like for you today i mean what do you success what's... success is uh bring the family business to 100 years we are around 90 so my dream is to bring it to 100 years well all the very best and okay. uh thank you so much for the treat and uh and i i'm sure you will reach more than 100 years <laughs> thank, thank you Gauri. Thank, thank you thank you